O Lamb of God. Are there witnesses in the house this morning? Amen. Woke up this morning with my mind stayed on Jesus. Oh, woke up this morning. My mind, I think I'm going old school. Stayed on Jesus. Woke up this morning with my mind. Stay on Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Uh, ain't no harm to keep your mind. Stay on Jesus. Ain't no harm to keep your mind. Stay on Jesus. Oh, ain't no harm to keep your mind. Stay on Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Yes, I am. Stay. Can y'all feel that this morning? The Lord woke you up early this morning. Start you on your way. Can you feel that this morning? Five and when you opened the book, all the people stood up. Yes, Lord. Our biblical text should be found this morning in Ecclesiastes, the third chapter and the eleventh verse. Church chapter and eleventh verse. Uh, yes, you to put a pen there and also turn to the book of Saint Luke, the eleventh chapter, and those first two verses. Ecclesiastes. He hath made everything beautiful in his time. Also, he hath set the world in their heart so that no man can find out the work that God maketh from the beginning to the end. Put your pen there and 
That is the book of Luke, St. Luke, the 11th chapter. And it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, when he ceased, one of his disciples said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray as John taught his disciples. The Lord looking on the disciples simply said, and he said unto them, when ye pray, say, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. As in heaven, so in earth. I want you to look around at anyone. Just simply tell them, I believe. I have a father. And that my father knows best. Amen. You may be seated in the house of the Lord. If I would tag this message, I'd simply say, my father knows best. Amen. My brothers and sisters, the most educating and enlightening, in which we've been enlightened this morning by our own brother Andrew Jackson, the most educating and enlightening experience in the world occurs when a real father, in which we have seen so many displays of fatherhood this morning, when a real father tries to do his best. And, and the most humbling feeling in this world occurs when a father's caring concern is to live humbly doing his best. A father knows best when he uh, recognizes another father with similar challenges. But today more than ever, our depiction or, and or field of vision of outlook of some of our fathers today is one of black fathers living their best life in a restrained and restricted area of mobility, as we've just heard Brother Andrew Jackson say. Uh, the statistics uh, stagger toward impossibility, and in some cases, young black fathers are viewed as immoral, unethical, and excessive. So black fatherhood in some parts is most suggestive as unrefined and uncivilized. Some others of us are percentaged out in jails and detention centers, and we become just another statistic. Some of us might be taking tours to Grafton State, Uni Grafton State Prison instead of Georgia State University, but our own brother Andrew Jackson has changed that scenario. He's turned it all the way around. He's changed it from Grafton State University to Andrew Jackson State University, and we ought to commend him. Put your hand together right there. But in so many instances today, we're fighting demons, we're fighting ghosts. We have a group of fathers who do positively engage in knowing what's best and doing what's best. And you know, my brothers and sisters, many of us might recall that some years ago, there was a sitcom starring Robert Young entitled Father Knows Best. If some that are older like I am or younger like I am would know who portrayed this young man, Robert Young, portrayed 
the Anderson family and the popular TV uh, series uh, about the stereotypical average American home with 2.5 children and in some instances portrayed father at his best. But today, 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 with our African-American fathers, we view Hollywood depictions of father in an overall, in a brief and overall review of father today, we are in a constant flux. I don't care how much we fight. I don't care if we say civil rights one, civil rights two through five or six or seven. I don't care. We, we, we see a constant flux that is from in flowing in and flowing out or moving back and forth between between challenges, disruptions, uh, discourses and uh, disruptions and disputes, debates and difficulties. In, 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 quickly, in thinking of fatherhood in our modern motif, design and image is not the same as those of a generation ago as our own brother Andrew Jackson has said. Many Many make distinctions between real daddies and those who are just uh, uh, babies' daddies or sperm donors. Too, too many uh, children today are being are knowing a father only by that man who play, pays child support. Yet the real father is so much more than just a title or a tongue-in-cheek baby daddy, or just a man with that same old check. Uh, the real father is a man who loves, protects, and provides for his children. That is uh, well said, that is well said, but nowadays it is something that is rarely acted upon and has been reduced to a mere caricature. Let me go to another place right now, let me go to the first. Earl Hutchison in his Authors this book entitled The Assassination of the Black Male Image. He writes in this book, he writes that the image of the of black men in America has been carefully shaped by the national media, which has pounded, twisted, and slanted black male stereotypes into uh, sensational headlines and TV bites, uh, whose uh, combined message is that Black men are non-achievers, brutes, shiftless, lazy, and criminal. And for them, black lives really don't matter. Uh, even more than the national media, the music industry, mostly owned and controlled by our groups outside of our community, but we believe that control right in our community has played a pivotal role in shaping the definition of black manhood. Images of the American uh, a black man projects that the black man is maybe halfway ignorant, they're violent, uh, Hollywood shows black life as extreme. Black men are too extreme. Black men are mad every day. In the earlier movies, it would be stepping fetches, and in the later movies, it would be boys in the hood. But but black father, black father, black father should redefine himself. I should say today and this morning in the light of the word of the Lord not in the images that have been created by the media.
Uh, the word of God teaches that every man is made in the image of God. Like every man, he is charged with the responsibility of saying, as we say, as said Joshua, as for me and my house. Somebody say my house. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Now very quickly, there are three commanding categories of how a father knows blessed and how a father can live at his best. The first commanding category of finding a father who knows best is when fathers live according to God's will. Somebody say, won't he do it? Oh, as, as God's man, our will is not our own men. We try to will something out, but if you're a Christian man, if you're a man that knows the Lord, we, 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 our wills are not our own, but our wills are insured with God. Now, there are some of us who try to throw off the idea that God has any control in our lives. There might be others who have the philosophy that, uh, that manhood is to master my own destiny and my own fate, but just allow me to add that our fate is not found in and of ourselves, but in an entire understanding of intertwining and of our intertwining of our fate with a full understanding of knowing and doing God's will with all of the unfolding events of today. Every shooting, every shooting on almost every other corner of every other city, of every other county, of every other state, of every other uh, state, of every other uh, our nation, epidemics of crime and violence everywhere and beyond the borders of the United States. But and and then with the threat of pandemics uh, all around, we are reminded the the epidemic of scars of a few years ago. There's the Ebola virus, the SARS, SARS virus, uh, which led to COVID pandemic. And, but where are they now? Let me tell you, here's where they are. I can say that God is still in control. Fear is not in control. God is still in control. Man may, man may have puppet control, but God has all the control. Why should I say God has all the control? When you know God, you know the interests of what God would need. Let me just simply briefly say real quickly, listen to Jeremiah, the prophet Jeremiah 29, 11, as he said, for I know the plans that I have for you. That's for you, 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 and my brothers, and, and the, the plans that declares the Lord plans to prosper you and no harm shall come to you, plans to give you a, a, your hope and a future. He has given us, but more than that, my brothers and sisters, he's given us eternal life. Those are the most precious things that await us. The greatest hope and the future of any person 
most importantly, is that great blessing for the believer that God is everywhere all day long. And, and I want to have, I got witnesses in this house, and your future does not depend on yourself or on others or your haters or those who are standing around jealous of you. But your, your, your future depends on the Lord. That's what Jeremiah said. Our plans are not our own, but it's in God's will. So a father uh, who knows best, when he knows that God knows how, that he takes the worst of us. God can take the worst of us and make the best of us. I think I have testimonies in this house this morning. Let me just simply say, God can take the worst of us. You didn't want to know me before I knew the Lord. And God uses us to be the best of us. If you look at our real selves, it's not that we know best, but our Heavenly Father sent. Somebody say he sent it. He sent the blood best. That is, he, he, his will for our lives is planned around our salvation. In Corinthians, we are told that the people looked on God's salvation as foolishness because it, it didn't make any sense. Corinthians said it didn't make any sense. He said it doesn't because uh, we don't deserve eternity. We don't deserve eternity. We can't earn it, we can't buy it, but God is merely giving it to us, giving it to us by the gift of love. The unknown prophet, uh, the preacher, Ecclesiastes 3.14 says, uh, said that I know that whatever God does, it shall be forever. God does it so that men can stop asking questions and just start worshiping, worshiping him. Then the, the second commanding category is that our earthly and heavenly father knows best according to our needs. Just allow me to say that his timing is a little different than ours. Today, there are many challenges, frustrations, but our earthly fathers and let me just say it like this when our earthly fathers start talking about our heavenly father that's when my father knows best our, our fathers who are living in some degree of uncertainty the, 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 the good news is that there is no shame in feeling unsettled about your future. Whatever your future will bring, if you're in the Lord's hand, I wonder have I got some witnesses in this house. For fathers that know best are not ashamed to wrestle with anxiety and knowing that a therapist is not the only cure. But I'm gonna get old school on you. The cure that we have is that all we have to do is just have a little talk. Um, I'm going somewhere with this. Have a little talk with Jesus. Come over here, worry. Come over here, worry. Have a little talk with Jesus. Come here, anxiety. You got to have a little talk with Jesus. For 
We serve another father that knows best. Here's what's best about him. His word is true. He does not lie. He never changes in his being. He never changes his mind. He never changes his plans. He never changes his purposes. He never fails to fulfill his word. He's always sovereign over all things. He is always faithful. Somebody say, yes, he is. He's in defense. He's defending our every being. His love is always functional. He's indefinitely wise. His generosity is everlasting. And according to our needs, our earthly fathers are trying to know what's best according to our father that knows the best. Because, let me just simply say real quickly, uh, that uh, he has a time clock that's different than our time clock. We have watches, but he has a massive watch. We have Rolexes, but he has a, uh, but he made the Rolexes. And he has a watch that's more massive than we ever have. And, and what's going on around us, uh, uh, we don't have to worry about because let me tell you, God's timing is different than our timing. His, uh, his way is different than our ways because this father knows best. When a father does his best, you don't have to sweat about eating. You don't have to sweat about, I, I got to pay bills this month. Because a real father does his best. Now, I'm not saying the bill has to be paid in full. It can be paid halfway. But if, when a father tries to do his best, you don't know what I mean. Y'all know what I mean. When a father tries to do his best, when a father digs in his pocket and pulls out an empty pocket, it might not come today, but just give him a couple of weeks, and it'll come after a while. But then the third commanding category is that a father knows best when he's at his best serving the Lord. At his best. Why does a father serve the Lord at his best? Father served the Lord at his best because he knows that Sunday is coming. So the third category commanding category is that that a father knows best when he is at his best serving the Lord at his best because that father knows that Sunday is coming. Brothers, fathers, men serving the Lord, that's most profound and supremely rooted. When you're serving the Lord, you have on your chest and in your heart godly principles of faith, Charity, humility, hope, courage, industry, wisdom, and virtue. When God in Christ has touched our lives, we can only stand tall, and we cannot only stand tall, but we can reach way down low. And we are not only defined by our wallet size, 
or the size of our bank accounts or the length of our heart or our physical mortality, but we are defined by and molded by the moral fiber of our souls. A father knows best when he serves a father that knows best. Because when we are there, the father is there. That means if God in Christ is in us, that, that means that we, and when we need him, he's always going to be there. And when nobody else seems to care, I wonder have I got witnesses with me in this house. When nobody else seems to care, he cares. And when we can't do it, he can. Well, what can my father do today? I'm going to tell you what he can do. He can take failure and turn it into success, poverty and turn it into prosperity, darkness and turn it into light, sickness and turn it into good health, sadness and turn it into gladness, disgrace and turn it into glory, and cruelty and turn it into compassion. The songwriter got it best when he said, I cannot make the lightning flash across the land. I cannot uh, take a piece of clay and mold it into a man, but, 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 put a but right there. But I have a father who can. I believe, I believe, just like, like that little girl who had uh, uh, nightmares when she was young. And she was always afraid of the night. And in the middle of the morning, when her fears got the worst of her, uh, when the fears got that worst and best of her, she cried out, Papa, it's dark outside. Hold my hand. And you know, no matter how, how many times she called Papa, he'd get up and stay up, and he'd hold her hand every night. She said, Papa, it's dark outside. Hold my hand. So, but, but, but that picture stayed with her as Papa sitting by her bed holding her hand. It never left her mind. But then one day, Papa died. And many years later, she came to church and came to know God. And then she had still some troubles. And when those troubles started bounding on her and the world surrounded her, she simply would cry out, Lord, it's dark outside. I need you to hold my hand. Well, there are those of us who are serving the Lord that know that we can only be our best when we're serving a Lord that's at his best. Because we know that when we're serving the Lord, each minute, each hour, each day, each week, of each month, of each year, when we know that each Friday, each Friday, of each minute, of each hour, of each day, of each week, of each year, and we know that after Friday, Sunday's coming. Uh, Y'all ought to get happy this morning. It's Sunday, ain't it? We know that it's going to be on Friday, but Sunday's coming. And when Sunday's coming, we have a father that's done his best. I wonder, have I got witnesses in this house? Uh, a father, our father, my father, our father performs his best work on Friday. Uh, best 
last worked on Friday. Some might say it was a bad Friday. Others might say that it was a good Friday. But Friday happened because we knew that Sunday was coming. I wonder how I got witnesses in this house. Well, what happened on Friday? Well, here's what happened on Friday. Here it is. Jesus is praying. Peter is sleeping. Judas is betraying. But Sunday coming. On Friday, Pilate's struggling. The, the crowd is vilifying. The council is conspiring. But Sunday coming. On Friday, disciples are running. Mary's crying. Peter's denying. But Sunday's coming. On Friday, Jesus started walking and he started walking to Calvary. His blood started dripping. His body started tumbling. His spirit started stumbling. But it's Friday. It's only Friday, but Sunday's coming. On Friday, the world's winning. People are sinning. Evil is grinning. But Sunday's coming. On Friday, on Friday, on Friday, the soldiers are starting nailing. The cross is starting to rage. Criminals are starting to call. But Sunday's on its way. On Friday, the disciples are questioning. The Pharisees are celebrating while the Jesus was hanging. But guess what? Now, Sunday's coming. On Friday, the sky grows dark. The master starts changing. The Savior starts moving. The earth starts trembling. But Sunday, but Sunday, but Sunday's coming. On Friday, Satan starts laughing. Hope starts losing. Sin starts winning. Death starts moving. But Sunday, but Sunday, Sunday's coming. Jesus, on Friday, Jesus hung. Friday, Jesus was buried. Soldiers started watching. But that rock started moving. And before the sun came up, that rock started hollering. It hollered early, 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 early. Sunday morning, that Sunday morning, early. The grave started moving. Soldiers started fainting. Jesus started walking. The doors of the church open. Can we all stand? The doors of the church open.